Welcome to another Bin Rose Right Extra. Um, this this time we're talking about um, who are the good guys in Doctor Who because yeah. that's quite a it's quite in depth. It's not as easy as you think. No, no. Mm. I mean, I guess the automatic thing to say is the Doctor. The Doctor's and, a good and guy. Is he a good guy? Yeah, I'm oh, a good companion companion are, are the companions good? <laughs> yeah. Well, um, what does what does good mean? Yeah. Oh God, yeah, that's yeah, that's true because. We're, we've always had to approach this from the point of view that the uh, humans, humankind, uh, the thing which Doctor is always protecting, yeah. that that's the that's why he's a good guy because he's he's protecting our species. But if you take it from a whole by committing genocide on other species, exactly. Uh-huh. But although he does always give them a chance, or yeah. does he? Has he has Peter Capaldi done that? Ooh, not as much. He didn't. He didn't kill the bonus, did he? he just Bugged them off. He said, "Go away." We killed that one guy in uh, "Don't Breathe" or whatever. Hold, hold breath. Did he though? Yeah. Well, well yeah. He looked. Revealed. He looked. At, he looked at the camera. So he did. Uh, no, it was never revealed whether he did. He did. He looked at the camera. I know he looked at the camera. It wasn't revealed whether he killed him or not. It means he did. <laughs> it means he did. Okay. So <laughs> right in <laughs> at Binro was right at gmail.com. He's making that distinction of whether being good and trying to be good is are of equal value. Mm. And then I think Chevron's kind of things like what is good. Yeah. And then kind of like is is quite a good place to start. That's a very good place to start. Um like yeah, I guess you could go for the utilitarian point of view, which is like great is good for the greatest number of people. Right. Which is basically saying you define good as being the greatest the greatest pleasure given to the greatest amount of people and there's this sliding scale of what pleasure is defined mm. as is that good? yeah is that good? well is it okay greatest so, pleasure for the greatest number of people well the thing is a lot of the villains in Doctor Who don't experience emotions in and that way and I'll tell you why I said that is because right <laughs> stop poking the, me the, the soup dragon the soup dragon soup dragon the soup dragon in yeah. the, kill the moon mm. The, di- the moral dilemma there, there was, do we kill an innocent, Yeah. or do we risk the death of billions of people? But then it know. was all okay. Yeah. <laughs> this because is one of your complaints. It, who knows? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. If you had killed it, that would have been bad, but you didn't, and so everyone is fine. Right. The end. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been really nice to have seen... Uh, a more um, a different side to Clara, or or a more desperate side, because that whole thing at the end, which I thought was really well done, looking back on it now, because I thought they were trying to, she had like that really uh, massive rant at the doctor of how she felt she deserved more than that, and she did that again with uh, when Danny Pink died, and she was like, I deserve more than this, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. I thought that was really dark because she's putting herself above other people oh, and yeah. saying that the Doctor is not allowed to ignore the needs of humans because well, he has uh, no. He, yeah, well, right. yes, as well. That it becomes more selfish later on. Yeah, which is what this is a good thing to talk about whether she's good, a good character or not because yeah. with the whole um, kill the moon thing at the end of it, she was like, "You knew what the outcome of this would be, but you didn't tell us." Yeah. Which is unfair because you have that knowledge. You're, you're, uh, we demand that you protect us, kind of thing. Yeah. And then um, the way that I thought they presented it was that she, oh, Clara's totally right. The Doctor should have should have helped. He's being dark. But then after watching the next few episodes, I'm like, actually, I don't think she is. I don't think they wanted her to seem like that. Mm. And yeah, that wasn't. A, I don't think that was a good character. Um, 
thing for her to do. No. To demand that of the doctor. He said, it's it's well, not she my... Did she, did, did she also not say... Um, I don't remember. Don't... Did she not also say something along the lines, don't treat me like everybody else? Yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Yeah, else. yeah. You know, like, you it was a bit more subtle than what I said, where I was like, deserve more, more than this. That was... Well, she said that. That's, that was yeah, the yeah, yeah, She didn't yeah. say that at that point. She said, don't treat me like, like everyone else. Yeah. Or something like that. Um, but um, yeah, if you were put in that position, like, one innocent life mm. versus billions... Um, oh my god, you know what I just realised? They did that with Amy Pond in the second episode of Matt Smith's thing on the giant city which was being driven by the, the big octopus One life whale thing. Yeah. Did they cop out there as well? What happened? They turned it off and it decided, oh, I'm going to let them Oh, they did. They did because they were torturing it. Because yeah. they thought if they didn't, it wouldn't help them. And then there was the whole thing of like, yeah, but it was being caring by coming to help you in the first place. Yeah, it was only eating adults. <sighs> yeah. They've had two chances now to say one life over, one big beast. life over and lots of little lives. Which is great because, oh, actually, that might be really smart. What but they killed them and they didn't have, there wasn't a cop out. She did make a decision. Yeah, but then, I mean, it didn't matter in the end because she made a decision to keep it alive. Mm. And the threat there was that if she kept it alive, the world might be destroyed or something yeah. like that. Yeah. But it wasn't. Yeah. So there was there was no threat, meaning that the decision that she made was just objectively the best decision. What I mean is when you've got... It, in, but she didn't this know when she made the decision that the world wasn't going to be destroyed. Okay, that's a good point. But I mean, okay, I'm going to get into more like gaming psychology now, which is inclusive of, of you as a person. If you're put in a position where you have to make a choice between two things in a game... Yeah. One character that you have to save and one character that you don't. Yeah. If you realise later it does not matter at all which one you choose. Mass Effect. Yeah. Mass Effect with yeah. uh, Kelly and whoever yeah. the hell. That's not important. You choose between two characters who have to yeah. die or not. It doesn't matter which one you choose. They both give you the exact same thing. Yeah. I myself in the second game, <laughs> this is getting really distant now, um, I myself in the second game did not complete some character's mission because I didn't care about them. Yeah. They die. Yeah. They're replaced in the next game by someone who says the exact same thing. It does the same thing. So it doesn't matter. Yeah. So what I mean is, even though you're not aware of it at the time, that yeah. there's no right decision or wrong decision, if, it, if you realise that... After the event. After the event, that one decision the, is clearly uh, better than the other one, or that neither of them have any significance. As the audience. Then, yeah, exactly, yeah. as the audience. Right. Then there's as no the audience, significance for those You found out choices. that it didn't actually matter. So there's no morality, it's just this one is better. I mean, how pissed off would she have been if she she saved the space fleet, the mm. suit dragon, and the Earth had been destroyed? Yeah. So you've just or not, not the Earth had been destroyed, but like it severely damaged you've just killed You've just killed six billion people, well done. Yeah. And you saved a, a dragon. And you didn't even know whether it was a good dragon or not. Yeah. But they couldn't do that, could they? Because then there'd be, you know, they'd have to do like six episodes. Of See, there is the alternative, there's a third way. There is the third alternative to that story, which is that it was bollocks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah. It just wasn't that good. And it was a stupid But I mean, idea what, in the what first it would have been interesting to have it do. Yeah would be, because it puts you in the position, they should have done it in a way that makes you approach the perspective of the human race. Yeah. It's not necessarily good to only be looking out for the human race, because Clara's human. She's going to want yeah. to protect her people, and in her eyes that will always be the good thing to do, to save 
But she didn't. Human kind. But she, she didn't. She saved the space she alien. Saved the space alien, which puts you in the perspective of humans are not the only people in the universe, are the only the only sentient things in the universe. Therefore, the only good thing in the universe is not I protecting suppose, the humans. I suppose the interesting thing did she do? She, did she do that because to do that was intrinsically good? Was to it was intrinsically good to save the innocent, something that has not been born and therefore had no opportunity to to deserve punishment or retribution or or. The chart, or, or or to be killed. Yeah. pro-life and pro-choice kind of argument there. Yeah, I, I, there was a whole hoo-ha well, about that. that well, there was a whole hoo-ha about that with the American audiences, where 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 that whole pro-life, pro-choice thing is much more of a hot button uh, 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 subject. I personally don't think it got anything to do with that. With with abortion, I don't think it had anything. To no, do with no, that. I don't think it has anything to do with it at all. But I just mean it's got similar. Um, yeah, well, uh, it's not relevant, but. Um, I think it's a philosophical thing, though, isn't it? It's like the innocent life versus the, you know, the people who've had their lives, you know. I think the interesting thing was that everybody turned their light off, or as well. There was from the thing that you could see, most the large majority had turned their lights off. All simultaneously, if you saw it, was great. Great swathes went off at the same time, so it was actually the people running the power stations who were turning it off. Well, yeah, <laughs> but I don't think they were going that in depth. I think no, they were saying the majority of humans agreed we should survive, we live in this hemisphere. Well, exactly. And then that's where you can get into who's the good guys because humans are always supposed to be the ones which you're protecting because they're a good thing. Yeah. Are they a good thing if they only are they better? Than, are they any better than the Cybermen if they just want to survive and dominate their own planet with no threat of, of death to themselves? Yeah. I've got my philosophical voice. Yeah. No, that's a good point, though. It's like, why should... Why, why is the doctor protecting the humans? What's... Who is it? What? Well, <laughs> no, I'll tell you why. I've got... I've, I've, there's been debate on uh, uh, a couple of forums that I frequent. One of them, she's Doctor Who TV. It was actually quite nice. Yeah, She's yeah. not full of twats being horrible. <laughs> uh, it's actually got quite a nice vibe going on it. Um, and they were talking about this. Why does the doctor look after the humans? Yeah. And I had a theory... You know, you've heard these things like fans, fans' theories. Because he sees something of Gallifrey in them. No, it's because Gallifrey is the Earth. Oh, wow. So that's what's happened. It's, it's basically, he's but going... But he doesn't know that. No, it's, it's called headcanon. So headcanon. Head yeah, right, okay. It's called points at Cyberman's head. So does he know that? <laughs> no, it's, it's like, so my personal theory is the reason why he's looking after the Earth is because he needs to, because if he didn't, his own, his own the Gallifreyans are... Humans evolved to have two hearts. That's that's right. my head is. That's why he's looking after planet Earth that's over good. above everybody else. Is because if he didn't and it did get destroyed, there'd be no time lords because the time lords are the humans in the future. That's very good. Yeah, I know, but it's again, it, it is made up headcanon. It's just it's made up. That sort of brings in the. I mean, Gallifrey was invented in 1969 in order to give Patrick Troughton's character a way out. What would you say is the central theme of Doctor Who? Uh, that's a nice well, one. Well, not, not to get off topic, I'm going to bring it back, but what would you say is the central theme? No, that's theme? still good. Uh, kindness, intelligence, uh, is better is a better way than guns and weapons. All I was right. watching... What about without... From the point of view as if you were a Cyberman, what is the point? Without no, terms of morality, I'll tell you what's something. the theme? I will tell you something exactly, because I noticed this watching this shitty um, version of Robocop yesterday... <laughs> and seeing how it was done is that and it's a trope that you see a lot in, in, in particularly in American action films right the hero is right 
Yeah. The hero is the hero, and he's right. And he comes up against a uh, a, uh, a minion, a, a slight of one of the minions, uh, one of the villains, major villains' minions, and he needs to get the information out of out of him, right? So he tortures this person. In this Robocop version, what happened was that he came across this minion who who he who he'd thrown out of a car window, and it broke his wrist. So in order, he said, you've got two choices. You either tell me where your boss is and I arrest you, or I crush your hand and you tell me where your boss is and I arrest you. And he's pushing, pushing, his, he's forcing this. And you are, as the audience, supposed to go, yeah, go on, crush his hand, crush his hand, torture him until you get the information out. That would never happen in Doctor Who. But you see it all the time. You see this kind of justified, so it did happen justified violence. Well, it, well, the Cybermen actually did crush somebody's hands in an Eric Star Wars episode, but moving swiftly on. <laughs> 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 Not only really, the Doctor had to get information out of someone. And the only somebody. way he could do it was to, you know... To give them pain. Psych- psychologically, would probably, never because it's a children's... It's not children. No, because I just they would be less dark about it. I don't think he's psychologically torn. I don't them. think the doctor would ever torture somebody. Well, what if? Okay, what if it or was? Has he? Well, what if it was a Dalek that he had to? And no, he has. He oh, has. Has he? Has he tortured a Dalek? Ish. When? Well, that one Chris Frank. No, not really. There's actually. one when he was psychologically nasty to a Dalek and saying, "What? Well, you know, you're all alone. You're, you're crashing a spaceship all alone." Yeah, but that was just a tormentor because he hated them. I mean, if he had to get something out of them, uh, let me think of a good villain. Like the Master. Here's a good one. He, I think he might have done it with the Master. I don't point. think the Doctor would ever inflict pain to get information. Mm, Peter Foley would. <laughs> I, don't no, think, I, I don't think he would. And I don't think... I, I think if, you, if he did, you would be asked to question his motivation. He wouldn't be a good character at that point. No, you would be asked... You, you'd be shown out and saying, look, what the hell's going on here? Yeah. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be agreeing with this, whereas with a lot of... Oh, yeah, they wouldn't present it. They would you are presented. presented. You are supposed to root for the action hero but that's, physically torturing but that's because that's because they have the secondary main character, who was his companion at the time, who would be going, don't do that, that's evil, kind of thing. So yeah. as you, as the audience, are empathetic with them. Because this is the thing. I was actually... And it, brought, it took me completely out of this shitty fucking Robocop thing, which is to see this and say, you are being asked to sympathise with torture. Okay. And it's kind of like... Yeah. Yeah. Like that, without unquestioningly. Whereas yeah. I think if it happened in Doctor Who, you, it would you would be questioned. I don't I don't think it would, and I don't think it. I, I don't think, think it, I don't think it would happen. I don't, I don't think, think it, it has happened. Yeah. Certainly not. I don't think. Hi, by the way, I have been here for the last fifteen minutes. <laughs> Sorry. Um, no. I, no. It's for I, some reunion. Here. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a. I do think there's a precedent for the Doctor manipulating people psychologically mm. in a way that could be deeply affecting and that some people would consider psychological torture just because he doesn't tie people to racks yeah. or, or lash them to walls yeah. and, and scissor, lift, scissor lift of doom up to them whilst they've got a raging erection that, that doesn't you know <laughs> no, uh, that's no, right um, <laughs> that can cut no just because just because he doesn't just because he doesn't tie people to racks or um, beat them or threaten to break bones um, doesn't mean that his psychological manipulation of people isn't a form of torture as a means to an end. (sighs) Yeah, I see what you're saying, but I mean, it's kind of intellect, it's use of intelligence to get your way rather than use of physical force. 
I think I am making a, I'm making a distinction between the two. But if it, but if it's, it's, no, but things, 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 physical pain, think. but physical, but then you're, but then you're saying physical pain is somehow worse than um, mental or trauma, mental yeah. trauma. Yeah. But, but I don't think it's thing. effective. I don't think it's as effective. Okay. I don't think it's like, well, you don't think physical, well, physical torture is supposed to be the stupidest way to get information out of anybody. Well, no, this is the thing. The doctor doesn't well, resort to okay. physical well, torture, which I think wounds heal. Broken bones can heal. Uh, I'm not saying I condone physical torture, because I don't. Okay. But broken bones can heal. But if you're psychologically manipulated into betraying something that you truly believe in... Oh, yeah, that's going to scar you for a long, long time. That is going to scar you is, for a hell of a lot longer than a broken hand. Yes, because Tom Baker actually gets somebody to commit suicide, doesn't he? Tom Baker's doctor, the fourth doctor... And arguably, Peter Capaldi's done the same thing. Yeah. With, yeah. With, oh, God, right, so there you go. Well, you thought he killed him. Well, okay. Okay, hold on, hold on. For that, if... If he didn't kill him, if he had fallen out, or if he chose to kill himself, he was manipulated into killing himself. Obviously, that's entirely how I read it. The, the, whether he was, or not, okay, but he chose to kill himself, didn't he? Okay, the two options are: he either jumped off himself, or the doctor pushed him. Yeah, right. Either way, it's the doctor's fault because he was saying all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. The doctor manip- if he jumped, so he's of his own volition. The doctor yeah. manipulated. Doesn't matter if it was physical him. or not no, physical. No, but he gave him the choice to kill himself. He said, no, you know. He manipulated but it, He's such an intelligent being, he knew exactly what to say. All his words that he chose, everything pushed that he the said, buttons. pushed exactly the right buttons. So is the doctor a good man because he pushes the buttons? I mean, maybe. He might have just been telling the best truth that he could, and that is just a horrible thing to know for the uh, guy to kill himself anyway. But, yeah. um, well, he's done it before. I mean, like, but he knew what he definitely, he must have known what the outcome would be, so he had the choice of either telling the truth or lying, then I guess. That's not too important. Um, I think it's very important and really interesting. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, uh, yeah, we'll get. We'll, I'll come back to that. Sorry. Uh, with physical pain. Yeah. In terms of consciousness and everything, we can understand physical pain is the most direct, objectively bad thing that you can do to someone. Oh, that's nice. I mean, yeah. mental trauma and psychological trauma, or tormenting someone, is you know, it's pretty bad because it's going to scar them. But it's all relative to their understanding of things. So if you get someone to to harm someone they they uh, believed because of someone convincing them they were yeah. bad was bad. Yeah. But they were actually like their friend or something, and they realised that, and they they would be upset by that. But they, that's due to the fact that they can make that connection with with that person, and then understand that they've betrayed them, that kind of thing. But if you just, you know, physically harm someone, everything of their consciousness is telling them this is bad, don't let them do. Because it's bringing you close to, to death, kind of thing. Mm. Not that that's... Uh, that's a good digression to go down, I think. Yeah. Kind of thing. It's like... Yeah, uh, sorry, what were we talking about? The... Well, the we're still going, mental we're going or physical tormentation of people. No, I'm just going back to the good or badness. Yeah, whether well, well, that makes him a good guy or not. Because he does it... If, just because he does it in a less direct I, way. I think you've I think you've identified that's a really interesting question. It was one that we could just argue back and forth yeah. about for the next Traders. five years. <laughs> and, yeah. But we we'll just wind it back a little bit to the to the who are the good guys and who are the bad guys. Mm. I think you've made a really good point about so humans from from Space Flea, um, Shoot Dragon, you've made a really good point that the humans are as culpable as the Cybermen are in their own survival. Uh, um, uh, yeah, they're to the expense of some innocent creature so well no we're, we're going to survive we take precedence we, take we precedence. are the good guys we are the good guys and that's how it works they have to believe that they're the good guys we were just talking about that yeah Chevron there you go with the, whole, with the whole Nazis thing 
Yeah, that was a really interesting Like They must have known they were evil bastards. They must have known. You know, it's just... Yeah. That's very interesting. There's... Because uh, I think Doctor Who does this thing a lot of the time where I think the, the theory about humans one day evolving into. Uh, oh, no, that was the thing. Yeah, people. Yeah, okay. I think that's a really, really good idea. Um, oh, I don't know how, how, it would, how it would work, but that's still an amazing idea because I think something that Doctor Who likes to do is always. And they've forgotten. Set these and the Gallifreyans have forgotten. The Doctor knows they have because he was a historian mm. and he was looking into the history because all the Time Lords are basically historians. Yeah, it. that's what they are. They don't interfere they because they'd be fucking about with the primary source. So they don't. They don't do that. They are. <laughs> they, they look at. They look at the history. Well, then isn't he going against they everything that he does? By he's a historian. But here's my story, right? Because I'm going to send him off, and he's going to say, "Bugger, bugger off." Who's <laughs> basically the doctor is a historian, and he's one of the, the best historians in Gallifrey. And he yeah. goes and he finds out that the Earth is Gallifrey. Brilliant. And then has to steal a TARDIS in oh, order to save the, the Earth. But the thing is, that's such a great origin story for the Doctor that they can't do that. They can never do that. Because the thing about Doctor Who is that they want it to keep clear. going along. They, yeah. they want it to keep going for as long a time as possible. As soon as you do that, that's the end of Doctor Who, because that's... Yeah, you've told the story. You've now. told the that's story. Right, yeah. This is, it's everything's... Yeah. And then we find that's, a, that's an amazing idea, though. I think something that Doctor Who does a lot is it sets, it creates these concepts which uh, work as, as levels of or platforms, I guess, for us to understand things, like Daleks being objectively bad, humankind yeah. at its worst with just hatred, Cybermen with humankind, and there's no no emotions, the, yeah, yeah. the most amoral they can be, and then the Doctor is the guy who protects humans and has all his you know loneliness and companionship thing going on. And they're, yeah. they're all just platforms for, uh, you know, I don't know, approaching things. Telling a damn good story. Telling a damn good story, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and... What was I going to say? Because I like the idea of humans reaching a point in evolution yeah. where uh, their existence is something that we would see as humans now as something being evil or something that we could never achieve. Like humans looking at the Doctor or Gareth Gallifrey as just being immoral. I've just figured out, I've just, I've just realised the reason why they don't become the Gallifreyans. Why? Because they become the Toplophane. Toplophane? The Toplophane is what the humans become... become do you remember the little spiky balls? The spiky balls that the master brings back to uh, yes. from Utopia. Yeah. Oh, that's that's They're even better. That's plane. even better to talk about because. But no. here's my head cannon works because when uh, the ma- when when the master reveals that it's the Tocophane, David Tennant's doctor, tenth doctor says they can't be. They are just a myth. Yeah. They're a Gallifreyan myth. Anyway, so we move on. Um, but we should you should ask Chevron to see what her opinion is. Yeah, I will. I really want to say something, I can't remember what it was. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, I was gonna say good guys and bad guys is all relative and it depends which direction we approach it from. There's this comic which I'm reading. Moral relativism is all There's this comic which I'm reading which is amazing yeah. and we could link Yeah, what's it called? Dark Science by uh, Oh, that's some pseudonym, uh, Dresden Kodak or something. But anyway, it comes up. It's got this really interesting idea of a utopia in which some guy made all these amazing scientific uh, discoveries, which no one else can understand. So they just sort of try to replicate it, and everyone's living in this amazing utopia where all human desires are met. And the main character. This sort of ties back into the Robocop thing of you're always supposed to empathise with the main character. Yeah. The main character acts as the only 
morally aware person because everyone's always so built into this civilization where like crime ha- can be documented if yeah. you commit a crime you have to say i have committed this crime at this time yeah and then they'll they won't deal with it but they'll they'll like allow because it's part, it works as part of the society crime has to exist kind right. of thing and if you wanted to kill someone you can sign up for 15 minutes of unimpeded mayhem for a price or something right and you're just allowed to do that yeah kind of thing and it's sort of Unimpeded mayhem. Yeah, it's really weird. It, uh, it's Did you great. just make that phrase? No, 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 that's it. That's from the, the comic. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, and it uh, it, pro- it approaches the um the idea of uh this character going into this world of human utopia and like yeah. people, you know, half machine kind of thing. Yeah. You know, because they just can. They have everything they could ever want. Um. Yeah. It sort of brings out uh, where. Morality will be heading for people, and how how changeable it is. Yeah, just depending on the situation. Like, like call back to your previous point about uh, people. We evolve into something that we would now, at this point in our history, yeah, see exactly. as being yes. as being evil. Yeah, that's or, evil. The yeah. fact that you have unimpeded exactly. mayhem, that you have the ability to uh, like we're sort of going down a path. And if we look back, if we had the ability from the Doctor or Time Lords to look at the future and see. See I mean, what we've become. Me and Chevron had an argument not so long ago on a podcast, which probably we're not going to broadcast that one. But um, about who, the, what the doctor, what the doctor is, and is he a, is he an anarchist or is he a libertarian? And I think I misconstrued what Chevron was getting at as far as being libertarian is concerned, because the latter day. Uh, I was talking about actual libertarianism about rather than the mis- leading, rather than misappropriation, rather than the misappropriation of it. Yeah. Yeah, and the the fact that he does go, the Doctor does go to civilizations all around the galaxy, not just Earth, and just topples the 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 power. Mm. Just says, right, that's it. You're not having that. The Sunmakers, where where in the end the I think well, I forget what his name, the Gatherer or the Procurator, is thrown off the top of the building. It's basically I'm going to go in. I don't like this. I don't like this power structure, and I'm going to fuck it up, and then I'm going to leave. So he just comes in, just buggers everything up because of his particular morality and it's like what is his morality if he's going to go in and destroy these power structures yeah you know is it just is it is it the is it that he does not agree with the arbitrary I don't know I guess, does he make decisions relative to, to human he stops people being exploited the human Power, he stops people. You could make an argument that what he's doing is he's stopping people from being exploited in, in the stories where he does bring down mm. governments, you know. Um, but always, almost as if, as a kind of see, the Sunmakers is quite an interesting one to look at from that point of view. It's, and it's to see what does the Doctor actually do in that. Have you seen the Sunmakers? No, I think that is an ideal one for yeah. you. I think you'd love it, and I think maybe. Um, just looking at the time for our next bin row extra. Yeah, if you we'll do fancy that. doing that, we yeah. could watch. Yeah, that's the really good that. because it because uh, this was your theme about it, who are the good guys, mm-hmm. and I think the Sunmakers is probably a really good episode or series <laughs> to watch. Yeah. in order because those questions are very prevalent. Yeah, absolutely. What's, that's such a good idea. I think. I think if we if we ever do any. Because we haven't done any just sort of straight review episodes yet. No. But I think because you are so insightful, yes. and I mean that in the most, that's, that probably sounds really sarcastic, I mean that so sincerely. Oh, wow. I, I reckon watching. <laughs> you're really, really You're really insightful. <laughs> um, no, I think we should, I think oh. we should watch The Sunmakers <laughs> okay. and get your reaction. The Sunmakers. 
Because I'll, I'll gladly watch Sunmakers any day, any time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would it be one where... Can it actually make sons, then? Is this all about how... Ooh, oh, no, 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 no. It's much better than that. It's, okay. it's, it's very clever. Okay. <laughs> it starts off with what... Um, well, the thing is, it's like, do we watch it? This is something I wanted to ask, Chevron, the actual mechanics of this. Do we watch it and do a commentary? No, because we won't be able to record that. Watch it and then watch it and then speak. Because we'd have to all be listening on headphones individually. Take notes, take notes on it as we're watching. Or just put subtitles on, but that doesn't work. No, let's just watch. Let's just um, spoken word thing where they talk about the. We'll watch it and take notes. (laughs) All right. (laughs) Okay. Um, Yeah. Can we just? What was the thing that we was? Who were the good guys? Yeah. Can we just make a final point on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You do it. (laughs) Well, the good. Who are the good guys? Um, I don't know. I think I think the thing is, it's like you. I I never even thought to ask that question, but now you have. It's made me think. I, now uh, you don't know. No, I don't know. Are the Daleks the good guys from a certain? Can the Daleks be a good, the good guys from a point? A certain. Well, the third Doctor has said if the Daleks hadn't, they have united lots of people in adversity, and even though they have destroyed lots of civilizations, they have also caused other civilizations to flourish. Yeah. Yeah. Oh God. <laughs> Anything. Is it better to be amoral? Is it better to be a Cyberman? With no concept of morality, are you then truly the good guys if you're only working for survival? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Where do you get your moral compass from? I get from the moral compass shop. Same. Staples. (laughs) Staples, yeah. How I got here. Isn't that a pair of moral compasses? Well, (laughs) (laughs) right. (laughs) Come by. I think we should end there. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, that was that was lovely.